The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 17th of November 2018. Um, as we always do in every show, and this is all good, this is, wait till you hear the show we got. Um, I'll bring them in momentarily. We got Mark Haydock coming in here, and this subject we're going to talk about, we've hit on it, but we're going to hit it on the way Mark likes to do it, obviously, with things. And my own philosophy, too, it's going to be very, very good for people that are facing some hard times with training and life. So we'll get to that momentarily when I bring them in. Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And I would like you to go out to Fiorella Barbell Co. and look at our brand new blog post from yesterday. I added now a fourth incantation to here. I'm not going to say it. I would really like you to go out and read the whole story. It's not a real long article, but boy, let me tell you, it's pointed. And you need to learn to talk to yourself this way. And this really comes into what we're going to be banging away at today, too. So it's great. I mean, everything circle in the wagon. Then we're going to hit bullseye, as I say. Also, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Winners and Champions, Inc., our premier product. 14 modules, which are life-changing. Solutions. How can it serve you? Well, there's plenty of material to serve you, believe me. There's a lifetime of knowledge from FBC and M&M, and we're constantly adding, 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 because I'm the kind of guy that just goes out and looks for the answers. Uh, it's great to work with people and all that, but when you train alone, you become a little bit wiser, a little bit faster if you want to last in this game, let me tell you, because there's so much stuff going on. Also, too, um, don't forget to go out to our investment, our Prosperity Consciousness page. It's on Fiorella Barbell Company, $25, $100. It all goes in my PayPal account. Here's the deal. Think about that and break that down over 12 months if you just invest once in us. It's pennies. And the material you're getting here, I just had Chris Paid on here. You know, he said to me, Flat out, he goes, you got, you had the balls to put together a show like this. He says, nobody out there has a show like this. And when I hear stuff from Paul and Stevie Shanks and Charlie and so many other people about what this show has done, not only for stone lifting, but just for people in general, it's absolutely incredible. That was the plan. And the plan now is we are going to become mainstream and we are going to be bigger than you can imagine. This is the way it is. M&M's taken over the world. We're not going to have these weak sissies, man, telling us what to do and how to live. You can be strong. This is where they sold you on this BS. Anybody that's strong's a bully. That's, a, that's another word I can't stand, okay? What it does is if a bully picks on you, you pop him right in the fucking mouth. That's the problem that's not going on anymore. Everybody's afraid. Well, we're going to teach you how to be a gentleman or a gentlewoman. But you know what? If you got to put the rubber to the road, damn it, you're going to know how to do it, too. 
That is how you do things. Offer solutions. Help others. Take the strength you've built and bring it out to the world. And that's what Eminem is all about. But we're also a tough nut to crack, too. So that's the way it is. Also, too, um, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look. I believe this is our third or fourth show with Mark. Go out and look at the shows I've done with Mark. They're absolutely incredible. They're all diamonds, man. Go out and dig the gold out of each one and listen to them over and over and over again. Also, sign up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. It goes right out to my MailChimp account. And when I put material out, it'll go right to your inbox. Also, once again, invest with us at M&M. Uh, advertise with us. Uh, my personal phone number is on the main website. Call me. I will speak with you, and if you live in my area, I will come and shake your hand and look you in the eye, and we'll do 30 years for a long, long time. We'll make money for both you and I. Also, too, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, real power. And on that note, let me give you up. I want to bring up Mar- or, um, Mark's uh, bio here, and we'll give you a little bit on that. Um, number one. He's a strength competitor, a strong man, a stone lifter, a power lifter, and a former rugby player. And we're great to have. It's great to have him back, uh, Mark. It's always an honor, sir, to have you on. And um, we're going to talk about. Uh, this is good. It's really the psychology of coming back from injury, and this is what we love to really talk about here. What is going on with you mentally, and how are you going to handle? all of what is going on with you and how are we going to do a strategy to get you back where you want to be so mark welcome back sir it's always an honor yeah it's a long time since i've been on eric but it's good to be back um like you say we've we've already scratched on what we're gonna gonna talk through so yeah um do you, but, yeah, we've got quite a bit to cover yeah well um is there anything you want to put out websites anything that's coming up you want to tell everybody about or do you want to just get started yeah the usual i mean my i've got an instagram account if you wants to contact me about dinnies training dinnies out of train dinnies lift dinnies technique for dinnies by all means ping me messages or whatever you know hey. I, I, there's no like secret conspiracy. I'll, I'll help anybody that's uh, that's <laughs> interested. And if anybody wants to come and train, they can come and train. We've got all the gear. We've got stones. We've got the rings. We've got. So it's it's an open invitation to anybody that that wants to get involved. I suppose. That's a nice thing, man. Not many people are going to put that kind of invitation out here. You know, I want to tell you this too. The trap bar, since, you know, we talked about that on our last yeah. show, I think, and, and we didn't, we, we, we got a lot, but there's more, but that's for another time. Um, I got to tell you, I can't tell you the amount of people I know that believe that is the best, the ultimate tool for anything, but especially for stone lifting. Now, I had Lee Holland on here, yeah. um, I don't know, maybe about two months ago. What, what's your movement for stones? Trap bar. Charlie, trap bar. Allen, trap bar, you know, Mark Haydock, <laughs> trap bar. It's absolutely amazing, Mark. And you know what really strikes me? Like I said to Charlie, I said, if there's one thing that you could still do and you only could have one tool of the trade, what would you do? He said, I'd have a trap bar. Um, yeah. You know, it's what amazes me is, though, is, you know, because you and I got into this, you know, the differentiation between the trap bar and, a, and an Olympic bar, which was not much at all with you. And it's probably that way with everybody. 
But why? And I want to get started right asked. What do you think? Is there um, stigma about using a trap? Why isn't the trap bar more out in the forefront and 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 gaining the attention it really should give? Um, why? What do you think that is? Or is it just me? I don't know. Um, anyway, if people don't want to use it, leave them leave them on the olive bar. But um, yeah, maybe there is a stigma. Maybe think yeah. it's like a bit of a gimmick, but. I'm, I'm, I'm the least likely guy to train gimmicks, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. if they, it's like anything, like you were saying earlier on, you've got to, you've got to go and find the answers and educate yourself. And if you train in, a, in an isolated manner, yeah, yeah. You, what, what's the harm in trying it? You know, run trap bar for eight weeks and see what happens because I will guarantee it works. Well, I, I'm living proof it works and, and other people are living proof it works. And then... Yeah. Um, it, it, well, I think what it allows you to do, this is this is how I see it, it allows you to train floor pulls yep. heavier, much heavier than you could with an ollie bar without hitting that weak link, which is your lower back. Because mm-hmm. mechanically, the trap bar just allows you better mechanics. You, you can pull within the line of your body. And obviously with an Olympic bar, the bar's out front, which puts a bit more pressure on the lower back and you're in that that tilted position. So I think that's why you get the long-term overall gain because it allows you to train with heavier poundages. No, I agree. I agree. And you know what else I love? Well, you and I both know I I believe in supination, especially after a bicep tear. I like like the hands to the side the way it is on a trap bar. That's, you know, I don't use it. Yeah, and it uses so much carryover. Yeah, so much carryover to farmers' walks. Yep. Uh, Dinny's side. Well, if you're gonna do Dinny's side by side, you know. Yep. No, I yeah. agree totally. Um, but let's get into. Um, <laughs> I love the psychology, uh, the mindset. You've had an injury, whether it's major. Well, no injury to me is minor. All right. And yeah. some people look at. I'm gonna set this up a little bit, and I'm gonna go right to you. I had a. I, I, he's still a good friend. He's like a brother. He was quite an Olympic lifter, and he hurt his lower back. And it, it was it was not like something where, oh, it hurts, I can't do it. No, it was major, major. They thought it was going to have to be surgery, but he never did it. Um, he came back a couple times. He was close, but the first time, it came back again. Second time, it came back quicker. Now... What I gained from this whole perspective of looking on the outside and obviously being so connected with him was this. Maybe it did hurt him, but I know what happened to him. He convinced himself that he was hurt enough where it seemed like when he'd get to a certain amount of weight. Yeah, we'd, we'd, his brain shut down and stopped bre- it. Yeah, um, could not do it anymore. It would always be like... My back hurts. I can't do anything. I'm saying to myself, okay, after the first one or two, I was like, all right. But when I'm starting to see three, four, five, and now ten, now I know psychologically he is destroyed. And he's destroyed himself more from the inside out than anyone else has because what I found also, too, with him was this. He went out and he did every friggin' modality you could think of. Stuff that you never even heard. I'm talking about having these different injections into the back and everything. Did nothing. Yeah. It was like no. all placebo. So, yeah. so let, let, let's get into it. And, and, and you know what? I'll tell you this, Mark. Never was the same again. 
never achieved anywhere close he was. And to be honest with you, I haven't seen him in about four years because he, you know, he moved out of where I live, out of the state. Um, the last time I saw him, he was regressing more and more, and and it started to move to other areas. You know, obviously he'd been training yeah, it, for. Go ahead. Well, sorry to interrupt, but I was going to no. say it, 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 because it's like it becomes a mental outlook of being positive or negative. Yep. It starts to consume everything you do in life. It's like if you set a business up, if you don't believe in yourself, it's going to fail. Without a doubt. It's everything you do. There's two ways to approach something. Even if it's the unknown, you've got to approach it like you're going to pull it off. Yeah. Because if you genuinely don't think you can pull something off, don't even bother. Because there's a saying, isn't there? If you think you can, you probably will. And if you think you can't, you probably won't. You know. Yep, yep. And, um, yeah, you, you've got – well, I personally think being negative in life is just not really going to get you so far, is it? It's not. <laughs> and, and you know what? And you know, Mark, not to interrupt you, but – and I'll go right back to you. The world we live in is negative. Let's not yeah. – you know, I don't want to sugarcoat anything for anybody. I don't want to hear anybody sending me stuff is saying, well, you're not being very positive. No, I'm positive it's negative. How's that? Does that sound like something to everybody out there? Look, if you're bathing in in society, all right, and we know that if you are working a job and all that, it's almost impossible to, you know, turn your back on it because it's around you all the time. But, and I'll go right to you. This is something I've been stressing with what I'm doing with building the inside out is this. You've got to learn to master your soul. All right. You've got to have a belief that is unstoppable, unquenchable. Yeah. And more than anything is you have to have that burning desire. I've talked about this. I've lost family, friends, everything through these businesses. How many times can I tell everyone? I'm so sick of hearing people say to me, well, if you're doing that well and you're growing that much, why basically do you live on a shoestring? Now, how do you know I live on a shoestring, even if I do? And second of all, these are people, when we talk about psychology, that are giving you their opinions that never even had a friggin' popcorn stand, okay? Never lifted a 500-pound bar off the floor. Never traveled to Scotland, Iceland, Anything like that. They're giving you perspectives mainly because not only are they negative, but they're basically full of shit. They don't they, yeah. they wouldn't have the balls to do what we do. But go ahead, Mark. I, I I'm getting out of rant, so take it away. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with you. And one of the other things, they're basing all the success on money. Yeah. And it and it goes beyond money this. Because I've had people say to me, yeah, but you, you know, you go and do the dinnies and you've injured yourself and you've come back and why do you go and lift them again? And, yep. And then they'll say, it's not even like you've made any money at this. And then I'll, I just say to them, it's not about money. No. It's just not about money. This is about this historical timeline, walking in the footsteps of other people. Mm-hmm. You've got your peers, you know, you've got your friends. And it's, it's like an, it's a respect thing. And in a way... There's only certain people that I value their opinion and respect with the, with regard to, say, the dinnies. And other people, I'm not even bothered what they think of it. Because yeah. some people are just go, oh, they're just a pair of stones. They're just, what do you want to go all the way up there for and lift two rocks? Yep. It's all right. That's why you don't get it, and that's why they'll never be able to do it. Right. Because they're not built like us, mentally or physically. And um, 
but it's negative, you see, isn't it? Instead of just saying, if they sat back and just thought, wow, that's a third of a ton. Yeah, yeah. And, and see for what it is, but but you'll but, never, you'll never, you'll never alter their mindset. But like you were saying, the trick is you must never think like them. No, hey, Mark. Another thing too stand is stand back, stay right. on your own mission, and, and not follow that mindset of. No. Oh yeah, well, why am I doing this? Because there's no money in it. You know. Well, I, I didn't. Even, I didn't even choose the dinnies. They chose me. I see that. That's, yeah, yeah. I, and I have this attachment now. I mean, if you look on my Instagram, I always finished it with uh, my magnificent obsession because that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, when I when I snapped the Achilles tendon crossing the bridge. One of my good friends who comes and trains occasionally, one of the first things he said to me was, I think that's it, Mark. I don't think you're going to come back from this injury. Huh. Now, what, what an, but he obviously, that's, that's a, but he's a bit like that in his own mindset. And my response was, I'm going to lift him three months to the day since I snapped it. And three months to the day on the Sunday, 12 weeks later, I went back and lifted him. Yep. But that was docked. The consultant surgeon that that was dealing with the Achilles tendon snap, yeah. he said to me it would be twelve to eighteen months to walk properly. Well, but but you can choose yeah. to accept that, or you can choose to try and beat the the target they've set. And yep. Well, you know what it is too, Mark. Um, a lot of people are very weak mentally. And when things yeah, like that definitely. happen to them, they'll go see a physician. Maybe they'll have it surgically repaired. Maybe not. But it's already been embedded in them since they were young. I mean, you know, who you're listening to, who's surrounding you is going to have a ton of influence on you. And, you know, you look at what's going on in the world today, and we wonder why kids are like suffering like crazy you know obesity and all they want to do is well they're they're just playing with gadgets and all that stuff the thing is you know when we see like charlie with the art blair stones and you see the kids no matter what age they are picking an atlas stone up whether they can put it on the barrel or hit the x they put on it you see a smile a, a, a a face on them and you know they've just built some confidence and courage that is what we need to spread. And speaking of when we talk about psychology and things of that nature, I'll tell people right now, it, it's an old course, but it's killer. It's called The Psychology of Winning by Dennis Waitley. I'm telling you right now, you can go out and listen to it online. When you feel that you are suffering from these things, when you've had injuries, when you've had people that... Like like uh, Mark just said, they've said it to me too. Well, why would you want to go do that again? Well, see, you don't understand what we do because to us, this is another hurdle to overcome and succeed. And look at, I can remember Frank Klein. I talk about him when I when we do the end of the show credits. He was the best college professor I've ever had in my life, and he was a semi-pro football coach and all that. So we hit it off real good right away, and. You know, I can remember him saying, and it was in front of like 90 people, because he was talking about athletes and things like that, and he said this point blank. He said, if Eric takes what he's doing with his weight training and puts that into his personal life, this guy will be the biggest success you've ever heard of. I never, ever thought he would even say that, but the thing is, I have carried that thing he said yeah. to me in my head for the last 20-plus years now, okay? 
This is what I'm saying to everybody when we talk about the psychology of coming back. Don't you understand words have power, folks? So if I yeah. say if I say to Mark, well, Mark, you know, you had this injury, you know, you're my you're you're a good friend, you're like a brother to me, but you know what? You've been doing this stuff for 30 years, 25 years. You know, you know, I love people saying to me, girlfriends will say to me, Mark, well, don't you think it's time you should grow up? Grow yeah. up. Grow no. up. Okay, grow up. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll keep growing up the way I am, blistering myself out in 20 below weather or 100 degrees of heat here and lift and go away, maybe get hurt, maybe not succeed. I will do that before I'll sit around with you and watch football on Sunday because I could give a rat's ass about any of it. Go ahead and take it. Yeah, no, I'll second that. Yeah, it's bang on. Bang on. Um it's, but it's just the mindset of people. And, and you yeah. never really, you can change a few, but like you say, if they've been brought up with that as a child and wrapped in cotton wool and never never been able to push or never been asked to push, because mm-hmm. I think that's part of the problem, is that you've got to set, yeah. you've got to set high goals, really. And uh, you, you may miss, but if you try your best and you don't quite get there, you're going to be pretty high up, aren't you? Yeah. And... Uh, it's like C.T. Fletcher, you know the uh, the guy that's had the heart transplant and he was yeah. benched. Yep. He, he said, didn't he, he never actually benched 700 pounds in competition. But he said, I can live with it because I gave every single thing I had yep. and I missed. But it doesn't matter because, he said, it wasn't for the lack of trying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if he, if he hadn't have really given his all, he would now be resenting himself and thinking, you know, I should have tried harder, I should have done it. And there's, you know, sometimes you will fail, but you've, you've got to attack it with a, a positive outlook that you're not going to fail and you are going to succeed. And just because somebody says it can't be done, <laughs> well, that only means it hasn't been done yet. Yep. It doesn't mean it can't be done. Yep. I mean, I'd just, I'd just like to mention, if I can, because yeah, um, it, it does overlap with what we're on with. My my best mate up at up at the Dinnies, he only lives about two miles from the Stones. Okay. Brett Brett Nickel. I think yep. you've got him coming on in a week or two. Yeah, he's coming on yeah, in a week he's coming on. Week well, from Friday. Yesterday there was a there was a group up at the Dinnies, about half a dozen guys had gone up to lift and, and Brett and Jim Spillane. Yep. Jim's an absolute legend as well. He's awesome, that guy. Lightest awesome. man ever to lift him, seventy kilo body weight. Yeah. Yep. Um well, Brett and Jim always go down and they do a bit of officiating and, and adjudicate the lifts and all the rest of it. And they're always giving out help and tips, you know, how to set up and grip. Anyway, Brett absolutely smashed it yesterday. I think he did six lifts, <laughs> the strongest li- strongest lifts he's ever done. Yep. And and the thing that really, really, that I'm so pleased about for him, when he had the gathering in August, yep. he he struggled a bit. He had a bad day. He, he did loads of lifts before the gathering in the morning. He was moving the stones and setting them up. And but when he came to do his lift on the trailer, I think things just didn't quite click. Yep. And he was he's talked to me about it for quite a while. And he actually said he said he just struggles with the crowds. You know, it seems to affect him. Mm-hmm. Now yesterday, I think there was about fifty people up there at the, at the time, and he's broken it. Like yeah. he said, said to me last night, he said, I, I, I've overcome it now. Yep. Because I've actually done it in front of a crowd of people without any pressure. The best lifts I've ever done. So he's kind of beaten that demon. And I said to him, you'll never, ever 
have that problem ever again now in front of a crowd. Never. Never. Because you, you, you've put that to bed now, haven't you? That, that problem, if you will, or whatever you want to call it. Yep. And uh, and he should have his rightful place in history. He's done more lifts than anybody else. Yep. I think he's done over 200 lifts. That's unreal. Yeah. And, and he's been going down there for 12 years. He, he, the time he puts in with Jim, you know, they take time off work to go and see people officiate and lift. And uh, yeah, it just need, I think it just needs a mention that you know. No, I think and that's then, fantastic. And then, and then that, lead, that leads on to the stone. He has his own nickel stones, which right. are actually heavy. Right. They're actually right. heavier than the, the dinnies. Yep. And I've got a bit of an affinity with them now. You see, so the obsession just gets bigger. <laughs> well, it it ought, it ought to be great because it, it, we're going to do a three way call with Charlie and Brett and myself because Brett will go to uh, Charlie's home and use his wife's. Uh, so we can do a three-way like we did last night. We did that with uh, Mark Sheriffs and, and Liam Tweedy there, too. Yeah. So, you know, look, it, the bottom line is here. You have to overcome. Um, you know, things arise. Things happen. You build a system or you work with somebody that's gone through it before, and you go. But, you know, I said in the beginning, and you made reference to it, you know, when these things happen, yeah, it's great to have people uh, help you out. It's great to um, ask for help. It's great to work with people. But here's the bottom line, folks. You and only you can change it. You just heard him talk about, you know, the whole thing with Brett. Look, I could tell Mark here, well, you know, Mark, I think you just need to do X, Y, Z, and you'll be fine. Yeah, may, maybe that will that will contribute to what he wants. But, you know... Like when I talk about with Frank Klein, my college professor at the end especially, Frank believed in repetition. Yeah. And how you speak to yourself, because I said that in the beginning with when we, we do the mantra, how you speak to yourself is going to greatly affect everything you're doing. You want to be a great stone lifter? Okay, let's start thinking about stones. Let's start talking with our incantations. Let's start writing in our notebook what we want to do with dates. Let's take things, put them on paper, fold them up, and never look at them again. This is how you start to make the mark of a real winning attitude. All right? Yeah. And I'm not going to bullshit you, and Mark can say the same thing. I've gotten busted on my behind so many times in the last five years. If I didn't have this burning desire for both of these companies, I would have quit after probably three months because it would be nonstop every day. And I'm like, come on, you know, and you still have days like this now because you're going to the next level and the next level is going to come at you and come at you and come at you. But I will reassure. Well, uh, and I'll give this right to you. I want to reassure everybody. And I don't know if you get this or not, and if you're not in a position where you're like where I am right now, and I always encourage to go out and be an entrepreneur, or be a, go out and do something that's very viable, that's going to be hard, man, hard, that's going to make you work and create. I will tell you this, folks, it does become easier if you can believe it, and I'll tell you why. Because you build up this tenacity and this belief in yourself where no matter what happens, you're going to yes. see your goal through. This is the psychology of winning. This is the way to come back from anything. And we know injuries, we know bankruptcy, we know love lost can be devastating to people. 
devastating. But the only way you're going to figure this out besides getting help, it's you. Steve Jack says, I say it now in every show, you need to shoulder some responsibility. It's all yours, Mark. Yeah, that's, that, that, is, that, that really confirms what we're saying. And Brett's done that. I mean, he's done so many lifts. Yep. And, and I've always I've always said, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame that at the gathering he didn't get to display yeah. what he is and what he's capable of. And he was really angry with himself about it. Yep. But he, but like I say, he's put that to bed now. I mean, he yep. was in his work clothes. Didn't no belts, nothing, no warm up. Right. I think he did four lifts without even putting chalk on his hands. Wow. And he's that good. He's that good. And and like the world needs to know. Yeah. Just because people didn't see him do it at the gathering, that doesn't matter. I've I've seen him lift the dinnies so many times. I mean, we we've had days where we've gone up and we've just had like we've got the keys for like three hours and we've done like well we don't even know how many lifts we've done. And we just keep we just keep lifting him and holding him and messing about and and you know I know what he's capable of and Jim certainly knows what he's capable of and uh, he, he just had one of those magic days yesterday where he smashed it and um, <laughs> yep and and, it, and he's 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 so chuffed with himself and rightly so um yeah and I just think it needs to be said really because. Oh, I- Look at when he's on here. When you when Friday. you get Brett on next week, right. and you get chatting with him, Brett yep. has probably Brett and Jim Spillane have probably witnessed just about every dinny lift for the yep. last twelve years. So yep. they know they what they don't know about the dinnies isn't worth knowing. They know the lot. Well, and they know t- who, who who's done what, who's missed lifts, who's done lifts, who's carried. You know. Yeah. No. They um, seen it. It'll be it'll be very interesting because you know I've asked Jim to come on, but Jim said you know. I'm kind of shy no matter – I said, I'm fine with it, 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 but you're always welcome here. He goes, look, I'll, I'll put everything on, you know, etched in stone, and he does. And he, he yeah. couldn't ask for a nicer guy, you know, I mean – He's the most know, humble – he's the most humble superstar you could ever meet is Jim Spillane. Well, I'll tell you what, too. I'll tell you what, Mark. Word – word, your words, you know, anybody um, with me, it'll carry weight because what – you know, when you tell me you're going to do something, you carry it out, then I believe, you know, you're the real deal. But, you know, you meet a lot of people that give you a lot of verbiage, but they never carry it out, you know, and that yeah. is very important. And when you're dealing with things like not only stones and, you know, you're looking for facts and you're looking for genuine um, information, you know, those are the type of people you want to get hooked up with. You want to consult. That will help you out. Um and I just think that for this, for anything, for stone lifting, anything, and we know it's growing like crazy, but for this to grow into even more mainstream, and I know probably there's a lot of people out there that don't want to see it, but look, a lot of people said to me, well, why do you want to go mainstream with your show? That will hurt it. I said, no, <laughs> it'll make it better because I want the people, well, yeah, I want the people I would say to Mark or myself, you, you you shouldn't do that anymore. You've been doing it long enough. Isn't it time to grow up? Um, they're no longer going to be – of course you'll get people still like that. But when this is out there and they actually see it and they see young kids lifting Ard Blair stones and, and et cetera, et cetera, guess what, folks? This brings in a whole new group of people, of people that Mark and I and so many others can lend a voice to. Okay. Yeah. And, and and the kid that was a fat little ten year old, 
that was pre-diabetic suddenly sees one of us or somebody else doing what they're doing, and for some reason, that bulb goes off and says, you know what? I want to go. There yeah. you go, man. That, that, you know what? Then everything we've done has now got validity to it, value, in a whole different way. That's why I say, you know, everybody's like, well, you know, that stuff's bullies. It, no, it's not. The ones you're seeing that are causing the problems were bullies to begin with. It has nothing to do with weightlifting, all right? A weightlifter, yeah. a strong man, knows what it's about. And if he has to put the rubber to the road, he will do that. But let's face it. When you're when you're very secure in who you are and what you do, I don't have time for that stuff. I could care less. You think you can kick my ass? Good for you. Good for yeah. you. Maybe you can. But then again, maybe you can't. And I've always said, be very careful if you wrestle around with a boa constrictor. It can kill you. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, it, yeah, I mean, I, I was, the, one, the one I use is... Uh, it's very hard to beat somebody that won't quit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I, you know what it reminds you of? Um, in Rocky Two, when Creed was going to fight him again, and his manager Tony was saying, "They don't want him to fight." Right, yeah. we don't need this guy. And he goes, he "What are you?" Afra-? He goes, "What are you afraid of, Tony?" He goes, "I seen you beat this man and beat him and beat him, and the man kept coming." All right, yeah. you can't. Yeah, that is it. You can't stop an individual like that. They'll keep. And the thing is, I think a lot of that you're born with that. I do too. You, you, I do too. you can develop it, yep. but I think that is like, um, yeah, it's just it's just an instinctive characteristic that you're born with to come back and not quit. And I agree, and I agree. And one other thing, and one other thing, I'll add to it. And you and I have talked about this. I think training alone will make you a beast if you've got that in you. Mm, yeah, because I, mean, I, 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 go ahead. I, I, my girls now, I mean, that's eight and Emily's five. Yep. And I'm constantly, you know, they're both doing well in school and, and they, they do well in sports day and they're training and they practice and, and they're doing the work and everything. And, and they're happy kids. But it's like anything. When they come up against something like they're doing really well and then they get the next level yep. and the first thought might be, oh, this is getting a bit hard. And and I I'm like trying to instill that well now you've got to push a bit harder haven't you now now you've got to read it twice and think about it a bit longer and and at first the initial thought is they doubt whether they can do it yeah and absolutely then, and then like a week later they've mastered that and they're on to the next thing and but you've got to keep instilling that just because something gets a bit harder you don't have to quit you've got to, no. you've got to you've got to just you've got to push harder haven't you you know. Yeah, what what you're doing that applies to lifting, you know, anything. Yeah, work, whatever it is. Well, the thing is, too, you're doing is you're reinforcing it in them, and that's what they need. They need to know that okay, it might be harder, but I can do this. You know, and I'll make another Rocky reference because it goes right with what we just said in the last Rocky Balboa movie, which is incredible. When he's with uh, 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 Lou Marie's son there, and they're bringing stuff into his restaurant down below, and he's talking to this kid. He's trying to, you know, get him to to start thinking right. And he said, you know, I used to stare at the streetlights for as long as I could without blinking. And then he said, I would squeeze a tennis ball till my hand felt like it was going to explode. And the kid kind of gives him like this wise guy thing, and he says. 
well, why would you do that? And he says, because when you get into a situation that is almost impossible to crawl out of, I've done all the things that allow me to make it through. And that's what it is. You put yourself in positions where you've practiced so many times, you know, getting in a ring, getting pummeled. But suddenly you find that vigor and that power within you and you unleash it. And next thing you know, your opponent's on its back, knocked out. That's what we're talking about. Become uncomfortable. Learn to become uncomfortable. And then you take the steps to get past that uncomfort. But if you live in a life that's always agreeable with you, where everybody's telling you how great you are, okay, and then suddenly something happens to you, whether it's an injury, like I said, a job loss, a broken relationship, you don't know what to do with yourself. Next thing you know, you're on the medical profession's got you on every damn drug to make you feel good, and you're a wreck. You're, you're, You're wrecked. You're never coming back like that. Unless it's yeah. something that really needs to be done, get your ass in the gym. Start learning how to do things. Even if you begin walking, I always say, one step at a time. But you got to be willing to go and live through it, to be uncomfortable, to say, well, I don't know if I can walk 100 feet today. I, I walked 50, but my feet hurt so bad. You know what? If the skin's not falling off it and your shoes aren't breaking off you, walk it. Because it will push you to a new mental level, too. No one's telling you that you have to be a super athlete, especially if you've hit 40 and you haven't done anything since high school football. That would be ludicrous and it could be deadly to you. But believe me. You are not done by any means. I don't care yeah, what the me- go ahead. But I, I, what, I'm just well, going to say, just, go. Yeah, I was just going to say one one rep is better than no reps. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's like you say you've got to do something, and then it, just keep adding to it. Oh, with that. But you know what? Small you know, steps. It doesn't matter. And just you've got to push at your own pace. But as long as you're pushing in the right direction, you're making progress. Yeah, but you know um, what, Mark? Mark, the big thing now is, and we've talked about this. It's too much of I need it. I have to have it right now. You and I both yeah. know weightlifting. Right, well. right, right. Weightlifting's not going to – look, it, I don't care how strong you are. You're not going to lift the Husafel stone the first time. I don't care how strong you are. You're not going to pull the dinnies off the first time. You're going to have to put the time in, the research, train with people that are more knowledgeable. And we were talking about this the other day. Many a great athletes, you know, the 800-pound deadlifters, everything, couldn't even budge a Husafel stone off the ground, and they're pissed as hell, and they're saying, well, it's only 400-plus. I deadlift double that. It's a yeah. different lift. A the grizzly different... bear strength. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, you know something? To lift any of that stuff, you better be Hulk-like in, in everything you do. Yeah, you know? everything. From and, your and... fingertips to your toenails, yeah. Yeah, look, it's an analogy. Um, Steven Santangelo, who's on here, he owns an organic farm in Kentucky. And um, I was talking to him about, about him on the show before. And he sends me a lot of really good stuff. You know, this is all stuff that he does. And he's quite he's quite an athlete. He's like in his mid-60s. He's unbelievable. Yeah. He'll go up in Colorado and train out in the snow. I mean, just bizarre stuff. 
and he's one of the nicest people I've ever met, you know, via the show. So he says, how are you feeling? I said, well, you know, I'm feeling good. I mean, I'm putting in a ton of hours and all this. I said, but I seem at times to have like a dry cough some days. And he's like, I'm going to get something together for you. He goes, you're outside training. And I said, all year round. But now it's cold and, you know, blah, 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 carrying the stones and all that, getting ready. And he says, let me send you something I'll put together for you. So he sent me a formula that basically addresses the lungs, and it gets the liver and the colon and everything very even keel. The taste of this stuff is incredible. You drink it first thing in the morning, mix it with hot water. And I was saying on our last show, anybody that is outside, and especially in this cold weather, because we know that's where I'm getting that dry cough from, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said, wait till you see. So I started it this morning. I told anybody, you know, go out to Facebook, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-A-N-T-A-N-G-E-L-O. Tell him I say it. Now, he has no idea I'm even doing this. He's doing this as a favor to me and because he knows with that type of training he does, it's the same thing. So I'm very anxious to see what's happened because tomorrow is stones regardless. We had a snowstorm yesterday. There's still a lot of snow down. Obviously, I have to put cleats on, slow it down a little bit. I can't wait to get out there and just see what it feels like breathing-wise and everything. And then, obviously, let's see what happens a few hours later after I come down. But that's the point of the matter. Mark and I talked about you got to go out and do your own research, or you ask the viable questions like I did with Stephen when he asked me how I was feeling. Some of these people have been through these things, and they do different things because they can, which really enhances how they train. And look, when you're out and it's zero out or it's 20 below or anything, air is a big thing. And when it's that cold air, I got news for you. It stings your lungs when you're going like a freight train, right? So what I'm saying is, folks, no matter what happens to you, injury, the psychology, what are you going through mentally? Do you realize the universe, how you think, I've said this multiple times, is going to bring you the people, the places, and the situations to help you out when you think correctly? Now, I didn't think anything of that formula Stephen had. It just came out of the blue. He contacted me. Bang, it's at my house yesterday. You know, Mark talks about Brett Nichols. I mean, guy's exceptional. So what, you have an off day? Yep, pissed off. Who wouldn't be? Because you put a lot of time, and there's a lot of your peers around and things like that, and everybody wants to do great. But you know what? One day does not dictate your life. Stop looking out your rearview mirror and start looking ahead. It's all yours, brother. Yeah, I fully agree. I mean, um, like you say, you've got to believe this um, this portion that Stephen sent is going to be positive. Yep. And, and again, if you believe it's going to work, I think you're halfway to it working. Even oh, if it's yeah. a placebo effect, it doesn't really matter, does it? No. Um, I mean, the, the other like case I wanted to just discuss with regard to this mindset to training is yeah. uh, there's, a, there's a guy who comes training with me called Tim. Tim Lockwood, and um, he's lifted on and off for quite a few years, and he's trained with a few people, and I think, to be honest, he's drifted a bit with some of his training methods, and Mm -hmm. so he's been training with us now for probably getting on towards a year, and um, about two, just less than two months ago, about seven weeks, six, seven weeks ago, he had an operation on his stomach. Okay. 
and they made five incisions, keel surgery, mm. and I think they basically had to cut his stomach and put a knot in it and then reattach it. So it was quite a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was off work for two weeks with it. Um, he's a physiotherapist, actually. He works for the okay. National Health. Now, he was like, oh, you know, I said to him, because I said, you know, I said, you've got to get back in the gym, Tim. And he was like, yeah, I know, but, you know, it's, it feels really tight and it's sore. And the doctors have said three months before I can lift anything. Wow. Anything. And I said to him, well, I said, I, I wouldn't really back that as a thing. I said, give yourself the, the two weeks, you know. We, anyway, just under two weeks, he came around to see us. And he, he was, like, walking quite delicately and stuff. And I'm thinking, you've had two weeks now, so those stitches have knitted, you know. It's not yeah. like you've got raw wounds. And uh, I said, come on, let's get in the cave. So he, he did, he came in. And I just kept him away from the major lifts. So I said, right, do a bit of benching. Get your yep. feet up on the bench. Just yep. do some pressing. Get them arms and shoulders moving. So he did. Then I got him on the captains of crush grippers. Bit of rolling thunder, sat down. Bit of leg extensions with lightweight, and and afterwards he was like, oh, "I feel so good to be back." You know, it, it he got a mental boost, like the endorphins had obviously kicked in, and he he was like, "Are you training tomorrow night?" Yep. So he came around tomorrow night. So then I'm like, I said to him, "I said we've got to get some bodyweight squats going," and he instantly he was a bit like, "Oh, I don't know about that." I said, "Grab the power rack, no bar yeah. on your back." Yep. Just squat down. Just do it slowly and carefully and feel as you go, but don't feel for problems. Right. Just feel comfortably and squat. Anyway, he did. And then anyway, so the week after, he has a bar on his back. So cut a long story short, we're now about five, six weeks post-op. He's back up to the weights he was doing Amazing. three, four weeks before the op. Yep. So he smashed He smashed the, the target there set him. They they would go mad if they knew he'd been training. He, just, <laughs> he pulled he pulled three hundred and fifty two pound on the trap bar last week without That's a belt. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And his and his best pull on the trap bar is about three ninety. Wow. He pulled three he pulled three fifty two last week. That's and awesome. And that was beltless. Um, but but he do, I mean he sees this every day in his job. Because he yep. visits patients that are bed bound and they've given up, and he, and obviously, so he understands the the negative effect of not pushing. Yep. He actually he actually went to see a chap last week who had the same operation seven months ago, and he's never got out of bed. Oh my god! And he said he's he's, he's just weary. He's just gone. He's weary. His muscle tissue yeah, gone. He's wasted. And he's he's yep. mentally broken because he's he's like I can't do it. I can't do it. And I said to Tim. I mean, Tim was never going to go down that route, but I was saying, just think if we'd have got that guy moving after two weeks. Yep. You know, this guy was married, but living in a residential home. I was like, why is he not back at home with his wife and his family? Yeah. What's the matter with him? Tim said he's, he just needs care 24-7. He's given up. Yeah, he's at, I was going to say. Yep. Yep. How weak is that as a mindset to hey, literally give Mark, up? Mark, how weak is that as a man? Yeah, you know he's got he's got like a family at home that need him, and he's just led in a bed feeling sorry for himself. That's, yep. that's quite sad. And it I is. think we're now we've now got a generational thing where that's quite normal. It's Whereas accepted too. If I go back to like my granddad's generation, yep, that never have happened. No, ne- never have happened. Nope. Because 
they hadn't, well, for starters, they hadn't got like the National Health Service and the welfare state to fall back on. So Never. You, you literally, you've worked or you had no money back then, you know. Not uh, only and that. I think, I think, I think we've, we've made life so comfortable and easy for so many people. It's very easy to give up and just put your hand out and get someone to solve everything. Well, and not only, Mark, not only that, too, you got to remember family meant, I think, much more back in the day because they were so dependent on the father, usually. The mother was home where she yeah. belonged with the kids. And you know what? He knew he had to support the family, so it, yeah. they had to be there. Now, well, you know, well, okay, well, we'll furnish you with this and that, and it becomes acceptable. You know, when we talk about mindsets here, do you want to have a mind like a, a steel bear trap, or do you want to have something that's just like pudding? Mm. The majority of people, I believe, I, I couldn't give you a percentage, more like pudding than they do a bear trap, I can tell you that. You know. I mean, when, when I when I snapped my Achilles tendon, yeah, I didn't go, I didn't go to hospital for three days because yep. we were on holiday and I didn't want to spoil the kids' holiday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just put up with it for three days. I was driving a camper van. Um, I mean, if you speak to Brett next week, Brett yep. is a Brett is Brett's profession is a tree surgeon. Okay. And a couple of years ago, he actually smashed his ankle riding his son's BMX. Okay. Uh, and he had to have plates and pins put in this ankle. It was pretty nasty. And the surgeon that did the operation said to him, you'll probably not climb a tree for a year and a half. And four months later, he was climbing trees and working. <laughs> like he said, I, I had to work. You know, he said, I've got to, yeah. I've got to go and get money and work. Yeah. And I just think it's significant that we've we've got that similar mindset. Yep. And we've also got this common thing with, with like the dinnies and the stones. It's no coincidence that we've got that same outlook that we push through adversity. Yep. And that also then that gives you the tools to be able to lift seven hundred pound rocks and Yeah. You know, and, there's a link, isn't there, you know? Yeah, and it and it puts that big smile on your face after you did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like but yeah. you know I, I find with myself and, and we'll see what you say is this. It's like you get done with something like that, and all you're thinking about now, what's the next thing to go after? You know, um, yeah, yeah. that's a mindset of just the way it is with that stuff, and and it becomes with everything else. I mean, my business here in 2019, we're already plot and figuring where we want to go with things, how we want to expand M&M and FBC. It's an ongoing thing because when you really love what you do, you know, and there's so much to it, it's not work to you. Uh, no. it, can, it can be it can be a real pain in the ass at times, everything like that. But you know what? If life is going to go that smooth for you all the time, then you know there isn't really cool. much. Yeah. Right? You, what do you got to look forward to? It's the things that happen where you've got to figure out how to crawl out of this big hole you're in, and and make it work. And and to me, you know, you hit it right on the head. There is a softness now. There's an acceptability of certain things that never would have been, you know, 50, 80 years ago. All right. And, you know, I love to hear him say, well, we live in different times. Maybe different times. Maybe not better times. Right. But people are still people. And I'm telling you right now, I gave that um, illustration of like with the Yard Blair Stones and the kids that, you know, never did anything. They got that big smile on their face. And who knows, even if you got 2% out of that whole pile that decided to do that 
into their 50s, 60s, whatever. The point of the matter is this. I believe, even though um, obviously it's in everything, some are better than others, but I think inherently in all of us, we want to do things like that. We want to lift rocks. We want to push wheelbarrows. And I know it's not portrayed like the way it is, but I've had I've had kids come over here from high school that were playing football that I trained. They never did any of that stuff, and they were kind of made. I wouldn't say they were on the soft side, but, you know, who knows? Boy, oh, boy, you get a taste of a sandbag, and suddenly it looks like somebody hit roulette in their wheels, in their eyeballs. I mean, they're, like, spinning. They're so happy doing it. The point of the matter is that's why I say to people, never, ever, ever say, I don't think I want to do that. Because I'm telling you right now, it's the same way with anything in life. Think about it real hard because you don't know what you could be missing out on. All right. It's like the guy I'll hear. I'll hear friends of mine or people I know. Well, I like this girl, but I don't know if she'll go out with me. And I'm saying to myself, what the hell is wrong with you? And I'll say and they look at me. I'm like, walk up to her. See if you can make some conversation with her. See if you even like her. And if you do, ask her out. Yeah. Yeah. She says no. Yeah. Well, and, and, and fellas, if you don't know, women are three to one. In the world, okay? So don't get brokenhearted and think you'll never not find anybody because you will if that's what you want. It's the same way with anything. Stop the fear. Stop being yeah. afraid. Stop being it's, – it's killing you. It's killing I, you. I see, it, I see it every day in my work. I yeah. Mean, I, I, I'm self-employed. And we're, yep. It's, it's engineering. It's electrical and mechanical engineering. Yep. And we get called up to look at jobs and machines. And like to be, I've never ever walked away from a, a job and not like seen it through. And sometimes when you finish the job, they then tell you afterwards, "Oh, we rang three other people, but they came and they, they had, like they had a look and they went because they obviously thought it was too difficult or they couldn't yeah. do it." Or, yep. And I thought, and I was thinking, well, why why didn't they just fix it? Why didn't they just repair it? And um. They, they always say, oh, well, we didn't tell you when you came because we didn't want to put you off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if they'd have said, they hadn't thought that if I if they'd have said, well, three people have already looked at it and they couldn't, you know. Yeah, they fear you turn tail yeah, and run, right? Don't worry about that. Yeah. That, well, that won't put me off. In yeah. fact, if, if like you were saying, if, if they're more challenging and you may have to go home and redesign things and think about it, and it's more satisfying when you've repaired it anyway or you've redesigned it or rebuilt it because you think, yeah, that was something we've never done before or it's, yeah. you know, it's quite clever that we've got that working now. and So you, you've got that satisfaction. Plus you've then moved on to the next level. You've, you've opened up a new door or you, you've developed something, haven't you? But, oh, yeah, but without a doubt. Back and go, oh, that looks too difficult and walk away from it. How are you going to ever improve, you know? Yeah. It, it, nothing is impossible. Nothing. Yeah. Because I always say to my kids, like, because they, they'll, they just say, "Oh, Daddy fixes things. That's what he does." So, <laughs> Nat, Nat, Natalie will say, "Oh, do you think you can fix it?" And and I always say to her, "Well, if it was built by a man, <laughs> another man, another man can fix it." Yeah. Because if a man put it together, then a man can take it apart and yep. put it back together, can't they? So everything is fixable to a degree. Yeah. Hey, I mean, look. Because, you know, I'm trying to put that positive thing out there to them that yep. just because it looks difficult or it looks complicated, then 
just just see the challenge, really. Yeah, it can be and, done. Um, yeah, yeah. And I know, I know, Tim. Tim's so pleased with himself now. I'm sure. Did it? Did he kind of swerve the advice? He did it sensibly. Let's be fair. He didn't go stupid, but it's really come back quite quick. And and now he's back to where he was, and he's not lost as much time. Because yeah. I know we've had sessions where he genuinely thought that he, oh, this is getting a bit, it's not happening, and I feel weak. And and I said to him, yeah, you've got to give it time. You've got to keep pushing. Yeah. He, he, could, he, he couldn't get the calories in because of this stomach issue. He was struggling to eat properly while the stuff was healing up. But, yeah, he's back now, and he bent, he bent his first six-inch nail last week. Nice. Yeah, nice. and he, he was so chuffed that he did it. It took him quite a while to do it, but he did it, you know. Well, and, and and then he went out and bought a pack of nails from Tool Station. So yeah, I mean that's the He's power. Of, fire, you know. Yeah, tenacious man, tenacity all the way. Mark, um, summarize everything. Um, give out any information you want. I will give mine out and just hang on the line if you would please. Yeah, summary summary is really just um, just be strong in your own mind and keep pushing. Yep, and. Um, Brett's proved that yesterday. He's, he's completely overcome something that was in his mind, and he smashed that, and he did six of the best lifts he's ever done in front of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's on film. It's been photographed. But he's, that's just six of many other lifts he's done. I mean, like I say, he's done over 200 lifts. That's um, unreal. Tim, Tim, yeah. Tim dug in, and he, he, he knuckled down, and he kind of listened to what I said, and yep. uh, he's got himself back fully fit in no time at all. And, um, yeah, I think that's like the, the message is, um, you've got to back yourself, haven't you? And be positive. Yeah. Yeah. You've really got to back yourself. That's, that's the key to it. I think all big lifters, that's what they would say. Absolutely. You never doubt, you cannot doubt yourself. Never, never doubt yourself because you, you know what you're capable of and you've got to like deliver, haven't you? I but think, like yep. No, I think that's the beauty of everything. First and foremost, you have to have a deep belief in yourself. It really doesn't matter what others think. And if that's going to be how you're going to judge your progress or what you do, you're done. You're, you're not going to carry it out. And that's not the way I want to live. That's why I said, and, and, and I'm going to just repeat it again, if you're the kind of person that has the equipment and you can get yourself motivated enough to train alone, and I mean for a, a long duration too, you will see things within yourself you've never seen before. Because yeah. w- when you're fighting, you know, they always tell you, well, when you fight, you never fight uphill. Well, sometimes when you're out there, you're fighting uphill. And that's the hardest way to fight. But let me tell you, you can keep climbing that hill and get to the top. Guess what? You win. And if you keep thinking like that, you win. And that's the main thing. Uh, Mark, anything else? Instagram, Facebook, anything you want to give out, brother? Yeah, but like I said, like I said earlier, my Instagram is um, it's at hey.mark. Uh, if anyone wants to get in touch, just message me, dive on a vid, put a comment, whatever you want. Uh, I'll, you know, within a day or two, I'll, I'll do my best to answer. Anybody local, come and train if you want to train. Message me. Even people that aren't local, if you're passing through, drop me a message. You're welcome. We've got a spare bedroom as well. Awesome. No problem. No problem. No problem at all. <laughs> awesome, man. That's great. All right. This is motivation. Right. This is motivation muscle streaming radio twenty four seven. If there's a show you like Mark and I to do, 
Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. Also, um, go out to iTunes, Stitcher, give us a five-star review. We're also on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, um, AHA Directory, which is AHA. You can get that in your car, M&M, 24-7 with that directory. Also, too, um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words to inspire. As my mom said when we were kids, Never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. That might be all they get. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, squat it, push it, pull it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. As the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says here in blood red domination, we dominate the path. We clear cut everything. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Furr says, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave that's getting higher and wider, my friend. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor, no matter how busy he was, he'd walk every patient to the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day or just walk around and say it no matter what. You will grin from ear to ear. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Join the family. We're going to be around for at least 30 more years. Be a part. Take these shows. Send them to your friends. Get people involved with us. We need you, and you need us. Also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And how many people would say that in today's day and age? Also, too, the world is asking something from you, and you can ask, too, but as the great Steve Jack says, you got to learn to shoulder some responsibility. And that's the way it is. Mark, always an honor to have you on. This was a fantastic show. It'll be up Monday. I look forward to uh, If we don't get you on next month, we'll get you on the first of the year for sure because we're winding down now. But thanks a lot for being on, brother. It's always a, uh, an honor to have you on. Great, great material yeah. today. Yeah, I, lo- I love coming on. It's great fun, um, and I know I know you're gonna love Brett next week. That's gonna oh, yeah. be mega. Yeah, it'll, yeah. Look, it, it'll um, it's great to have new people on here. It's great to have people that are very like-minded and really want to do something for others in the world. And that's what we're all about. And people that don't, they are not on here anymore. It's not. Um, we are giving monster information out here to people. Um, that you wouldn't get from most places. And that's the thing. That's the solution. So um, I look forward to having you back, obviously. If not the end of the year, we'll have you on in early 19. And, Brett, that show will be dynamite. I can't wait to speak to yeah. him. So it just it, it just gets better and better, brother. I, I love it. So thank you for being on. I mean, Go ahead. Yeah, he, he lives for the dinnies, and he does so much for other people. Yeah, yeah. He, but he never asks for a penny, and he won't take a penny, and he does so much. I mean, he got me a set of stones, they're Aberdeen granite, he got handles put in them, they're absolutely magnificent. Yeah. And I know he got a set, he got a set for Charlie. And he yeah, got a set he did, yep. 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 You know, they're just priceless. Well, you know what it is, Mark, too, with all these... some of my most prized possessions, those stones, aren't they? You know? Right. 
But you know and what then, it is with, with you guys, all of you, when you talked about the Stones and Brett giving them and this and that, the thing is, these are all people that really care about other people, but they also create and care about tradition. We've yeah. lost a lot of that, especially in America, um, and I don't like that. Um, and yeah. I'm glad to see you gentlemen are all preserving it. And, you know, through the show with the platform we use to execute it out there, I think we're in a very good way, but there's an awful lot more to be done. So thanks for being on, and it, it was great to have you, my friend. Yeah, it's been great fun. Can you send me some kind of link to this show that I can then put up on Instagram? And- oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take care right? of all that. Let me just sign off. And I'll tell- yeah. Um, yeah. So, everybody, very- remember this. Uh- You're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. We'll talk to you. This show will be up, uh, let's see, today's Saturday's Monday at the latest. Um, And, you know, all I can say is keep fighting, everybody. Fight, fight, fight. You will get there, I promise you. So, for Mark Haydock, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of the weekend. And we got some major people coming up next week as we wind down 2018. But remember this, there's tons more to do, so go out and do it. Thanks, everyone, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.